Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. We are in the United States the day before Thanksgiving. We are preparing pies and uh, getting turkeys ready and gathering as a small group this year since it's going to be celebrated just by ourselves. Usually we have a large gathering with friends. Often we invite people that don't have any place to go or people that are visiting from work or uh, somebody that we happen to meet during the week just to give thanks. But this year it's going to be just us. So we, we are cooking the recipes. The kids have expanded their repertoire since they were little. Uh, when they were tiny, they would help us with butter knives and they would mush things or cut things. But now we have evolved uh, the recipes and the kids uh, fight for the best tasting crust. They make, you know, crusts from scratch. So we're counting the blessings that we have food, that we can make these things that are simple but wonderful. And we come to the readings for today with that sense of uh, celebration unfruitfulness of harvest. Yesterday we were talking about sickles and angels that are coming to create a harvest. The readings today are talking about how wonderful the works of the Lord are. We are in Revelation 15, the beginning of that chapter, and we also see seven angels and seven plagues. So there continues to be a very gloomy feeling about some of these imagery, as well as high drama for singing and harps and songs, songs about Moses and the Lamb today. And the songs are, How great are your works, Lord. Your ways as the King of all the nations are wonderful. And that same feeling moves into Psalm 98 uh, that talks about how the Lord is someone to whom we sing new songs, for he has done wondrous deeds, and his right hand has won victory for him. In this psalm, there are words that remind us of Mary when she conceives uh, by the Holy Spirit. And then she has the Magnificat, that she has that wonderful uh, song of praise when she visits her cousin. The Lord has made his salvation known in the, in the sight of the nation. He has revealed his justice. We continue reading about the theme of justice, about faithfulness, about kindness, and how the Lord returns in our response to that is praise and thanksgiving because his great works are to be praised. But then we moved into the gospel and the gospel is Luke 21 and Jesus is talking to the crowd and telling them they will seize you, not just the disciples, the crowd, they will persecute you, they will hand you over to synagogues and prisons and they will have you led before, the, before kings and governors because of my name. I will lead you to the testimony. So don't prepare before you speak. I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. So how does this relate to the great works that we hear in Revelation, the songs of the angels and the songs of the chosen ones and the psalmist inviting us to pray with that sense of praise, with harps and thanksgiving. Imagine this. Any work that we would prepare, any words that we would craft, 
would not be appropriate. Jesus is telling us, let me write those words for you in your tongue. Let me be the one that speaks through you. Let that be the great work that happens even in a moment of persecution, even in a moment of hardship. There will be great singing and great declaration and it won't be yours. It will be mine spoken through you. But what he says is not easy. You will be hated because of my name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. Your perseverance will secure your lives. We are then given this choice as we come to the Thanksgiving table tomorrow and we open our eyes up to heaven to thank God for the things we received this year, even in the midst of the pandemic. Let us count the blessings for what we have received in togetherness, in simplifying our lives, in becoming attentive to the small things. So let us pray together. Dear Father in heaven, we are grateful for what we have. We are grateful for the opportunity to gather, to bring gifts of thanksgiving for the things that you've given us, for the blessings that you've bestowed, for your presence in the midst of hardship. We pray for all of those that are sick right now, that are in hospitals right now, for all of those that have died, for all of those that have lost jobs, for all of those that have lost the routines of their life, uh, a lot of the teenagers, a lot of the young people that have been feeling isolation and men mental anxiety and depression. We ask, Father, that your blessing may come upon all of us, especially those that are in most needs, and that as we gather in our tables, we may sing the praises of your name because you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and we give you thanks for walking through all these hardships with us. We say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.